Hey guys, so last week was damn hectic. So multiple things came up side by side, and I was not able to you know record. But okay, so this week there are two topics, and they are on different levels. I mean, one is on a technical side, one is on a very theoretical and. something that i learned i i do not know how to put it to use and i do not know how to put it into context and implement it but something that i know i will be able to implement in future so what's happened is last week i had my birthday and whatever it is i'm not a big fan of celebrating birthdays and all but i went out and i was actually helping one of my friend shoot his film so i was dealing with all the production work and i like solving problems so i mean it was a fun thing for me a fun side um i mean i learned something new but from the film industry i was dealing with actors and one of them told me something that it was really thought provocating thought provocating and in the security industry we are like on the two extreme sides so in the security industry we consider users as idiots i mean i'll say it out loud they are idiots okay now in the film industry i was having a conversation with this actor and i was like do we need to you know show the film in a way that the audience understands and the person said something which was if you want your audience to really understand and you need to spoon feed them everything in that case you do not need to you shouldn't make a film because that leaves out the suspense part of it now from a different point of view one side we have one industry which says you do not need to spoon feed your audience with everything the second industry which says you need to spoon feed your audience with everything now again i have not been able to you know figure out a way how to put them together because i know that those that those words mean a lot especially if i could put it in a way or figure out how to implement it into the security industry and i i was actually thinking about it and i had a few ideas so we consider users to be idiots now when you talk to a person who you consider lower than yourself you don't go ahead and you know you think you say things from a very high level perspective it's like say i'm talking to my grandmother and i tell her you know yeah okay do whatever just put a long password or i criticize her for her passwords i'm putting her down whereas from the film industry you don't only really put the audience down since they are your they technically your clients i mean in the film industry uh, which is also in a way from that security industry but not that much but again so in the film industry there's a way you convey it to some to the audience and i i noticed that we are lacking that in the security industry the way we talk to our audience the way we talk to our um how do i put it so we we talk to the end user it has to be in a story format it has to be in a 
something that catches attention which is more on the marketing side and writing stories and all of that but my point is i at least for me i noticed something which was at two radical sides with two opposing views which one saying you should the other saying you shouldn't and that really got me thinking as to oh wow okay this is something that you know we can explore i mean from another industry why if some industry is doing something well let's you know get those skills the knowledge something similar what security professionals do uh specifically we take a lot of tips and tricks from the nuclear power industry uh i'd say in terms of security so the way a nuclear power plant works is has to be secure there is no uh question of a mishap happening and if it happens it's a big mishap so the nuclear power industry or the nuclear industry has really secured or it's secure but has gone through insane steps in order to make sure that a disaster does not happen and if you go to see a lot of the techniques that we as security professionals abide by and follow are actually from the nuclear industry with respect to testing with respect to with respect to patch management with respect to a lot of things and that's something i think we could also learn from the film industry again i'm not a big part of it and this was like a side project like i just helped him for fun but for me i just learned something new so yeah that uh, this is what i have uh, learned from working a small 1.0.0001% in the film industry which i think that's also a lot but uh, yeah i learned a lot of things you know and i met this actor and this actor also game told me i mean he explained me a lot of things with respect to conveying a message and again that's something that i feel we are lacking in the security industry is how we communicate specifically with like security can be really technical okay it's how we communicate that you can explain a child it's the same thing that you will or a little bit more at a higher level you need to explain an executive and the same thing you need to explain a newcomer into security security can be really complex but you need to make sure that the next generation or the generation or the people who are working below you know what they're doing and you need to explain that to him and that's something i feel we are really lacking because uh so i have dealt i mean i'm not i mean, we don't have that much experience but yeah, i have dealt with some people who are like out of the world crazy smart people like like they're genuinely damn smart but they have a hard time communicating like oh my god don't get me started even the basics of things they're pretty bad at it and i'm trying to not go into that space where you know i'm genius level smart but i can't talk to anyone and have a conversation and also uh can't like it's like you have the greatest power in the world but you cannot use it to help yourself it's something like that so there are these amazing security people there are these amazing technical people networking people but they can't communicate so they can't talk to clients that easily they can't talk to uh, the new people that easily and uh, they can't talk to executives that easily and i'm not even talking from a like this is just from a professional point of view even in the personalizer i don't know i think it will be pretty bad but uh, again coming back to my point it's all about communication how do you put it across so 
this is a few things that I learned from working with the film industry. Now coming to a situation that I faced. Specifically, I was in a situation where there was this project or there is this project going on wherein a lot of money is put into this project right now. Okay, and um, the thing was that it was not planned with security initially. It was planned with respect to getting the network up and running, getting the whole system up and running. So it's a basically a place where the whole thing is automated. I think I have spoken about this in my last podcast, but okay, yeah. So the whole place is automated. It's like genius level. It's think of Jarvis. That's what it is, except remove the AI part of it. It has Alexa instead, but uh, whenever I go there, I just switch Alexa off. I can control everything else from my phone or laptop, whatever. But again, coming to my point. This place was built with the idea that everything had to be up and running and all the automation systems needed to work properly. It was not built with the idea of security. Now, a small change, I would say a maximum of another 10,000 rupees more would have added insane more layers of security into this system. Just 10,000. I mean, 10,000 may seem a lot to many people, but it's actually a minuscule amount compared to what this project is, you know, put. The thing is that after you've implemented everything, after you, I'm not going to say implementing completely, after the fact that all the systems are up and running, the network was up and running, then the idea of security came to the picture and it was like, oh, we did not think about that. And I mean, this place has some insane level automation something that this the company which has done this the main company is one of the biggest partners of microsoft and they're they are crazy they're big all around the world especially in the automation industry but yet their app i'm not criticizing them it's they it's good they have got it up and running and automation wasn't like it was a niche by itself it's only right now that in the world that you know automation is coming to this level so they made the app just to get it up and running the app cost 15k okay for each license but the communication between the app and the server the automation server is not encrypted that means i can just do a packet capture play it whenever i want and do all the different packet captures play it whenever i want and i technically have 15k worth of stuff now from a business point of view now on paper i have 15k how do i commercialize this i got the commands that the app sends to the server make my own app commercialize on that 15 instead of spend instead of a person spending 15k i'll say pay 500 bucks per app or per license and you're good to go and i could commercialize on this now again i'm mostly focused on security but the reason i'm saying this is because when you talk to an executive they want to know how much is it going to impact the business okay that's the same thing now uh i talk about executives and i talk about businesses but technically this is also valid for people if you take your own life in general okay you're going to buy a new pc now Consumers behave a little differently from businesses, but businesses know what they want. Consumers, majority of the time, they're like, okay, I'll put an extra graphics card in it or whatever. Now, currently, I'll I'll tell you my situation. I personally consider my own personal life as a kind of a business. In the sense, this is what I need and this is what I need to achieve. Simple. 
so right now i'm building my uh, home lab server in fact there's so much going into it and i have my specifications locked down like this is the computer i need this is not a computer this is a cpu i need this is the amount of ram i need i specifically need a particular kind of cpu a particular kind of motherboard and i kid you not intel has i do not know how many processors out there okay i had got it locked down by filtering each and everything to one processor and one processor only that could get the job done out of all the hundreds or thousands of processors that intel has in the market the same thing with the motherboard i think i had an option of four four different motherboards and when i locked down my specifications this is the specific kind of motherboard i need there are four there are four different motherboards out of that then i started seeing from a future point of view what will i do from a future point of view with it okay i might upgrade its ram i might upgrade its uh, hard disk uh, cpu maybe not that's it i don't need a, a graphics card because technically in security you don't need graphics that much i mean unless you go into the ai part of it and um yeah i mean for my needs i don't need graphics as of now later on if i need it i can put it on but my point is i had my specifications locked on there this is my requirements this is what i need and when you start going into that you can get really specific and a small difference in cost of you know it could cost a minute level of what so i'll tell you what the motherboard which i got which out of those four motherboards the cost difference the cheapest one was 15000 the most expensive one was 30000 okay and when i locked it down from a future point of view basically what would i need in the future i had only two options either the 30000 one or the 15000 one that also it the 30000 did not make much sense in terms of my future usability so it made more sense for me to go with the 15000 now unless and until i know this and this is what i know this is what i need and this is the future value that i can provide me it did not make sense to go for the 30000 motherboard and that is the same thing with security and the same thing with anything from business to you know when you're talking with yeah mainly businesses they are highly specific and you need to see from a future point of view what is going to happen okay now coming back to i mean i really deviated from the topic but yeah coming back to this network these people had heavily invested in this particular network and one change of it like it could it would cost a lot or rewiring and all of that whatever i'm not going to get into the nitty gritties of it so here's a solution that i proposed everyone had to be on the same network because vlans were not possible to implement because then the router then the switches would need to be upgraded so the switches were currently or were on a man on a unmanaged switch basically everything you it's a plug and play something that would be used in a home network scenario okay now you cannot implement vlans that means you cannot isolate the networks Okay, now the now what can you do? You you don't want the devices talking to each other, which is the whole solution of VLANs, virtual LANs. So that's where you, I what I suggested you implement ACLs, access controllers. So no IP can talk to each IP individually. It can only talk to the router. And secondly, no broadcast can be sent on the network. Now. when i say the statement it's a huge statement it's not like okay, you just don't allow broadcast there are things which come with that specifically dhcp 
DHCP works on broadcast at least the initial part or initial setup of DHCP. So let's go into how DHCP really works. When a device comes onto a network, it doesn't have an IP address, and this is something I put it I put on Instagram as well. Okay, and a device does not have an IP address, so it asks the router for an IP address. My question is, how did it ask the router? From what IP address did it ask the router? And I put a quiz. Answer was it asked the router from its own IP address. It has a default IP address by itself. Okay, so for a second, I, even I forgot what a computer uses. So I just went and checked my notes. But a computer uses 0 .0 0.0.0.0 in order to get an IP address from the router. But how does it know who is the router? Because technically, as much as people think that, say, on a 192.168 network, the router is always 192.168.0.1 or 1.1. It's not technically true. Your router could also be 192.168.1.245. It could be any IP. It's the IP that you assign to it. And this gets really complicated when you go to large networks. It's not compulsory that your router or all your routers. So on a large network, you actually have multiple routers. So it's not compulsory that your router will always have a dot one ending address or host bit. So what the DHCP, um, I forgot, query ask. It's I think called a query if I'm not wrong. So it queries on the network or it, I forgot the word. It's I think query, but yeah. So basically it puts a broadcast message on the network saying that okay hey i need an ip address and the router replies or the dhcp server replies specifically okay this is an ip address you can take and this works on a broadcast ad broadcast address so it's not like you know okay you say i will block the whole i'll stop any host from putting a broadcast request you need to also take this into consideration so you had to basically i had to tell them okay specifically say this that only this particular server can respond to a dhcp request uh, so that way any new device that came on the network would still be able to you know get an ip address but it would not be able to talk to any other devices on the network by itself or it unless authorized to specifically my phone or any other internal technical person's phones they would only be the people who would be allowed to access the network again and there was whatever radius and all of that was there in place but yeah so that's the thing now this whole thing created zero new equipment cost and equipment or application cost specifically because firewalls were already there the router was already a dhcp server was already there all of this was already there so this is something totally i mean it's something insane i've never seen and i've never heard someone say that they were able to secure a network for zero cost at all involved but yeah i mean this is like a new accomplishment for me a funny accomplishment where i'm trying to get the cost down but yeah um so it's more about finding innovative solutions wherein you know you you adapt to the situation you security is not something you know you worked in one place okay now you can apply it in another place you have to be creative in what you do okay 
so that's it for this week on these two topics now this is a small topic but i get requests saying on instagram to you know keep putting more content out there the problem arises that again this is the dilemma kind of a situation i study a lot like a lot on security networking so currently as i said i'm doing networking the thing is that if i keep creating content i won't have time to study but the thing is that if i do if i keep creating content and i don't study my future content is going to be a problem but at the same time if i don't create content it's like uh it's it's a chicken and egg scenario so i'm trying to create this content and what i'm planning to do is create courses so anyone who's interested in taking this forward you know i really likes my free content i'll have paid courses for them now some people say oh you should keep it free you should keep it paid and all but understand from my point of view also i i'm putting this content out i like this it's kind of fun and it's it's kind of a marketing thing for me also to i'm i'm going to be honest this is a marketing platform for me i see instagram as a marketing platform to market myself and also meet new people in this industry now i have put in time into this and whatever years of experience and whatever i have learned i'm sharing this content i won't keep it at uh, you know insane rate and i'll have some places where you know if people really can't afford it i'll give it out for free specifically to few people but yeah it, there's cost involved even in creating content and all even for this podcast there are certain costs involved which which do add up on the long term which i need to cover up the server the mics and editing all of that so so i need to value i started valuing my time as to you know every minute or every hour that i put in something it has to be a return same thing with studying i'm putting time into studying and that has to be a return for me there's no use of studying something and then not ever reading it and that's the same thing i'd encourage even for you put your time into it and study and i'm not going to put something which is like you know everything that i have learned is there you could go out on the internet search it i mean i've done insane amount of research and all of that like i've gone i've read papers every read research papers every day or every week not every day i'd say every week or every month i'm reading good ton of research papers in security by itself so it takes time and you could do this but if you feel that you know you don't want to do this go ahead with the courses i'll be putting it out it'll take some time and i think this is going to be 2022 resolution maybe yeah but so i'm going to be putting out courses if you think you like it awesome go ahead i'd suggest go ahead and buy it it's money again for me it's it's time and effort i'd appreciate it and if you think okay you can't afford it hit me up i'll figure something out with my team we'll get you on but if you can afford it i really suggest go ahead and buy it 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 really helps me and from creating more future content also and this is just me being frank at the end it's marketing you need money to survive you need money to grow you need money to do whatever you want so and i would even suggest the same for you i'd say take on new courses specifically which are good which you personally feel that are good in fact i'll go ahead and say this if you don't need to take my course go ahead and see, check out sans sans materials are amazing okay um yeah i mean check out sans i'm i'm kind of biased towards them because i know their content is damn good 
there are people out there who are done good like on youtube check out john hamilton i i may have screwed up his name but i'm sorry but yeah he also creates good content david bumble he's pretty good he's i mean i'll not even say pretty he's he's really good but he focuses more he's good on the networking side i'm not saying he's bad in any other way but i'd say his expertise are more on the networking side so go check out his courses on that there are few more people i i remember faces but i don't remember the their uh, names unfortunately but i will be putting this out i have seen their courses so i'm taking even i at the end of the day what am i doing i'm taking all this knowledge combining it together and making sense of it in my own respect and sharing that with you the same thing what i'm doing on instagram uh, i make sense of something and i share that but if you feel you can do it yourself i'd say go ahead and do it the return on investment on that is insanely more i'm saying don't don't buy my courses go ahead and check out these people's content it's going to be a lot of content though okay but check it out you will learn way more and anyone that says oh you take my course including me if i ever say or anyone ever says that if you take my course you will be an expert it's not going to happen you need to be hands on you need to you know you need to do it courses and all just guide you i mean i'm not disvaluing courses courses are good i have done a shit ton of courses but you need to get hands on you need to implement it it only then when you actually learn something so there's no secret sauce in fact <laughs> i mean this sounds illegal but i'd say go ahead and torrent some of the courses also you learn it as long as you're learning it good because you at the end of the day are the person who's going to be supporting yourself in future so yeah go ahead learn and actually implement things don't don't just learn tools for the sake of saying it for the sake of learning and saying you're a hacker i mean man it's cringy seriously it's damn cringy don't do it so okay that's it for this week talk to you guys next week